0: Crack codes, we
1: break molds. it's all gold, it's so cold. It's no holds. What's up everybody, I want to welcome you to the No Holds Podcast, my name is Jeremy Duran, and if you like the intro music, that is DJ Teddy, and it is also called No Holds, it will be out February 5th, so go ahead, go pre-order that before it comes out, go show them some love, guys. But... Anyways, we're gonna get back to the podcast. I want to welcome Miss Mary Fair. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm good. How are you? Very good, very good, man. I'm excited. Me too. You know, I haven't had uh, a girl, or woman on here in a long time, which is, is I think it's good timing because I'm yeah. I'm looking for for more. You know, yeah, like I'm everybody has a story. So yes, man. Sure. Uh, uh, let's just get into a favorite color.
0: Oh, um, I guess it depends on what it is. Like if you look in my closet, probably black but if it's cars, it's like charcoal gray. So I don't really think I have just one.
1: Oh, nice. Hey, yeah. that that's good, I like that. Favorite food?
0: Mexican. Mexican? Yeah, I could eat tacos all day long.
1: <laughs> nice, there you go, heck yeah. Um, the best advice you've ever received? Man,
0: um, Pastor Todd did the identity um, message a while back. And he said that um, if you, if you know your identity in Christ and your your um, mind is like Christ, then you're not going to change depending on who you're hanging out with. Mm-hmm. So nice. I thought yeah. that was really good.
1: No, that's very good. Yeah, I like that. Pastor Todd is he's awesome. He's a very wise man. Yes, very. Mm-hmm. What about the worst advice you've ever received?
0: I think just like follow your heart or be happy. I don't think that leads anywhere. You know, we have a purpose, and if you follow your heart or do what makes you happy, then You'll be happy when your emotions, when you're, mm. everything's going well. Yeah. So oh yeah. I think that if we just rely on the joy that God gives us, then that's more of a, like a long term. Even like when your circumstances are bad, your joy is still there.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. No, that's I don't know if good. that makes sense. Oh yeah. No, perfect. Um, I know you're young, but if you can go back and talk to your teenage self, what advice would you give her? Ooh.
0: I would say that God's not mad at you. Like He loves you and He wants a relationship with you. Um, it's not a bunch of rules. Like he loves you a lot, and he wants more than just the rules.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Heck yeah. Um, what do you want your loved ones to remember you by?
0: Oh. I want people to. When I walk in a room, I want them to like see Jesus in me and see the joy. So I want them to remember me like living out my purpose that God has for me.
1: Nice. Yes. I like it. Um, would you rather be loved or feared, and why? Oh
0: That one's tough. I think I'd rather be loved. Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Um, I think like when I fear someone, like I'll do what I'm told because I'm feared. But when I'm loved, like when I love someone, I want to do what makes them happy. So I'll go above and beyond. Yeah. Does that nice. makes sense.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's good. Um, so like, yeah, let's. Uh, where are you from? I don't know you very well. I know we started um, talking before the podcast, yeah. but yeah, we're. Uh,
0: um, so I was born in Mexico. Uh, my parents moved here when I was nine months old. Uh, we lived in Plains till I was about five, and then I've been here ever since.
1: Any brothers, sisters? Yeah,
0: I have uh, four brothers and four sisters. Oh so wow! I have a pretty big family. Yes.
1: How was that? Like, how was it growing up with a uh, big family?
0: It was pretty hectic. Um, I moved out recently, and then it was just really, really weird because I was used to the chaos and the loudness, and um, it was really weird. And now I realize, like, I really like having a big family. You know, I used to be like, I wish I was an only child, but yeah, now I'm like, I love it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, between all your brothers and sisters, you have a, a really strong relationship with them.
0: Uh yeah, most of us are pretty close, um, and most of us live in this area. So. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah.
1: And what about with your parents? How's your relationship with your parents? Um,
0: my relationship with my dad is still like pretty rocky. It's still like in in the process of like actually becoming a father-daughter relationship. But my relationship with my mom is really good, really gotcha. close.
1: So growing up, not having that relationship with your dad, how was that?
0: It was rough. Uh, it led me to some, it led me to rebel quite a bit. I don't want to say that it was on him that I rebelled, but yeah. um, I really needed that relationship and I craved it. So yes. it led me to trying to find just like my identity in other things. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah. So did you lean more like say on your, on your friends to say, uh, let's say like, Finding your identity, I guess. Would you mean yeah. more to that or, or like maybe your brothers and sisters? Or?
0: Well, um, my brothers were really great. Um, one in particular was really like a father figure in my life. He was always there. Um, but I dated a lot because I, I thought mm. that I would find my identity in, say, other men. Yes. You know, they yeah. could fill the void that my dad left. Um, that didn't work out. But also friends, you know. I needed to always have someone say, like, hey, you're pretty or, hey, you're loved. Or otherwise, I didn't feel it.
1: No, oh, gotcha, yeah. So had like were all your friends that way growing up like were your friends more of encouraging, yeah. or were they more of hey let's go let's go party let's go do this or? um
0: I think i had I had a few friends that were like that kind of fueled that flame and were like, let's go party, you know let's just forget what happened and then I had those friends that were like encouraging and mm-hmm. pushed me to do better so yeah
1: so I what both. what type of friend are you so your to well, your friends when people like what's yeah what type of friend <laughs> um
0: I used to be the friend that was very bad influence and you didn't want your kids hanging out with me um now I hope that I'm the encouraging friend that's like hey there's a better way
1: yeah yeah gotcha man so like yeah how was uh how was school and everything for you growing up school did, was, you go, uh, did you go to school here I
0: went to public school for two years and then I went to private until seventh and I dropped out mm-hmm. I was a pretty depressed kid and just wanted to to leave so I yeah. dropped out in seventh grade
1: so, like, school was, did you just not, you didn't like it, I guess? No, um,
0: and it was a very, very strict school, too. Lots and lots of rules, and it was pretty rough. Mm-hmm. So I had been begging my parents for a few years, and they finally just were like, okay, whatever.
1: Yeah, Just so what did you do after that? You just go work? I,
0: I stayed at home until I was 16 or 17. I got a full-time job, um, and I've been working since then.
1: So what made you depressed?
0: I don't really know. I think it was, like, lack of relationship with Jesus, lack of love, just like, I didn't really have a vision for life. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of a day-to-day, just like, not having anything to look forward to. Yeah. I think that was it.
1: Gotcha. Um, did your, or your parents, did they go to church regularly? Like, did you grow up in um, a, like, a church home, yeah. I guess? Yeah,
0: so we grew up Old Colony. Um, when I was about 17 I want to say they switched over to a new church. Oh my parents both got saved.
1: Oh nice. Heck yeah. So is all your family saved? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah? I have a few little siblings and uh, the youngest is six and he's always asking questions about Jesus and it makes me really happy because I didn't have that
1: growing up. No man. So what do you what do you usually tell them? Like what kind of questions do they ask you? I guess. Oh man.
0: Um, I remember this pastor in Austin saying like if you don't know how to explain to a child what you know you don't actually know it. And I feel like I've been tested a lot because they will say just basic questions like, why did Jesus die on the cross? And, you know, you never, no one's ever actually asked me, like, why did he have to go to the cross? And Mm -hmm. so very often I have to be like, Holy Spirit, help me answer this child because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, that's good. That's good that you have, you know, your siblings, like your nieces and nephews, you know, asking you that. Yeah. Pushes you
0: to question it yourself, too. Yes.
1: Oh, man, that's so awesome. That's amazing. Um... I was going to ask something when you you had said something. But, um, yeah, I, like, when did you find Christ?
0: I was 17. Um, I was drinking a lot every weekend, weekdays too. And um, I was having a lot of really bad anxiety attacks. So I was trying to drink to avoid everything that was going on and just suppress it. But I would drink and it would get so much worse and I would end up in the hospital almost every weekend. Mm. And so at some point it was just like, too much you know and I kind of reached the end of my rope and my mom had invited me to this encounter and I I just felt like a tugging on my heart to go and that's where I met Jesus.
1: Oh wow yeah how was that experience for you?
0: It was amazing they had us um, nail this paper to the cross with just our sins and burdens and things we were carrying and so they had us leave the room and come back and they said go get your paper back off the cross. And I was pretty frustrated because I was like that was really hard for me to First, like write down and acknowledge, oh, yeah. and then go. So now I'm supposed to, you know, take it back. But when you went to go get the paper back, it said, You are forgiven. You oh, are wow. free. And I awesome. kind of just broke down and yeah, felt definitely. like a weight off my shoulders. Oh man. Yeah. That, that's it's pretty a amazing. Great experience.
1: And an encounter. Is that kind of like a walk to Emmaus, maybe?
0: I guess it's kind of like a, a two day conference or three gotcha. day. And
1: yeah. you stay there, right? Like you yeah. just pretty much. Walk to Emmaus. I've been to a Walk okay. to Emmaus before. But that's cool. I know we're, like, we're not supposed to really talk about it. I don't know if that's how it is with an encounter. but
0: Yeah, you're not supposed to say, like, I guess just ter- share people's testimonies or, like, what happens there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Pretty similar. Yeah. Walk to Emmaus. I loved it. Um, I'd encourage anybody to go when, yeah. when they do it, even in an encounter, you know, when I they can. I don't even know if they're doing them right now. I don't think so. But if that opens back up, definitely yeah, try definitely. that out. but um. But yeah, like what? Who introduced you to drinking? Is that you were um, saying that was like one of the main things? Did you end up doing drugs so with that, or just? I actually drinking?
0: had an older brother who um, he went through a really rough time. Um, mm-hmm. He was in drugs and alcohol and that kind of thing pretty heavily, and I guess I kind of saw it from him. And on the weekends, you know, he would um, he would have just extra bottles of alcohol laying around, and we had a sleepover. I was like about like 13 years old, and mm-hmm. that's when it started. We just started. Um, Taking some of his, and then every weekend we would just drink it.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. And, and it was just just you or?
0: Nope. Uh, it was a few of my friends, mm-hmm. but it was me saying like, hey, let's try this, and they yeah. were like, I don't know if we should. And that's that's kind of where it started. Yeah.
1: Did you ever have any friends that say, hey, stop? Yeah. Did you?
0: Yeah. Uh, one friend in particular. She was. She didn't. She was never rude about it, but she was always there. Uh, in a way that wasn't like enabling me but more like hey let's let's get help if we need to or mm. just
1: no that that's that's good you know that's um i know i posted something i think it was either yesterday i don't know today something about um you know surround your surround yourself with friends with people that are going to tell you the truth and not just what you want to hear yeah and um that's so important you know especially when you're struggling with that or drugs or anything yeah. to just say hey like stop let, let's yeah. get you some help like that's no, I'm, very important yeah i'm glad that you have you know you have that friend yeah
0: i have really good friends i definitely feel like god sent them um and a lot of the time you do need the truth you know yes definitely that's important
1: yeah because a lot of i mean you want to know of course people want to you want to hear what oh that that makes me feel good yeah but then after that like i don't know to me i've just gotten to a point where i've told all my friends like just be real with me be with yeah. me. that's it like i and which and they are you know and I'm glad they are the same way with me too sometimes I can come off maybe a little rude I don't mean to but that's just I don't know
0: just being honest yeah I feel like a lot of the time too I like to be like well my dad was so mean my dad was so you know distant that's why I am the way I am and I needed someone to be like it's still a choice mm-hmm. you know your dad didn't love you correctly but you still have a choice to be different and be better oh yeah definitely
1: so so um. Growing up, like, did you try having a relationship with that with your father?
0: Um, I think.
1: Or did he for maybe... a while?
0: I did. I had a very big heart for him growing up. I still do. Like, I love him a lot. Yeah. Uh, and at some point, it was just like he had hurt me unintentionally so many times that I stopped trying to have that relationship because mm-hmm. it was better to to just withdraw and put up walls than to reach out. Um, but after I did just, like, a lot of healing, I realized it's just because he had a lot of hurt, too. Oh, so. yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, no, I can see. I can definitely see that. It's, that's something that I kind of... If I had my dad back, maybe I would ask him the same thing, like, were you hurt back then by your yeah. father? Is that the why you, you kind yeah. of I feel him like
0: th- that's usually the case. If, if someone hurts you, it's because they had hurt they didn't deal with. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, man, yeah. Man, but that's good that, you know, you and your... You and your dad are, you know, I guess bonding now, right? Yeah, it's a
0: process, but we definitely have a relationship now, which we didn't have. So
1: you said you grew up in the Oak colony. Like, how was it? Did you um, were your parents pretty strict on who you hung out with growing up? Like, you can't hang out with these people because they're so and so religion or
0: um, these people because yeah. they're so and so. Well, religion. it was more about how we dressed. I feel like it was usually like your skirt needed to be two inches below the knee um hair up just like that kind of thing like mm-hmm. dress perfectly act perfectly um but also just like stick within the the mennonite culture you yeah. know that was encouraged a lot mm-hmm. and i feel like they still deal with that sometimes um because i know i remember growing up um i thought that um germans were the only ones going to heaven and it made me so so sad because i was like there's a lot of people going to hell that aren't german yeah. um, I realized I was very wrong about that, but...
1: So what made you like, well, not you, but growing up, did you feel like, okay, there's so much more to to then dressing the way we do, there's so much more to to this, like, to this religion. Did you ever, did you ever think that growing up, like, there's so much more to this?
0: Yeah. I never understood it, and my parents usually didn't have an answer. Um, I was a kid that had a lot of questions, so I'd say, like, why do we have to dress this way, or why do we have to do this? And there's usually it was just this is what we do and it's just because we've mm-hmm. always done it. And I questioned it a lot because when I started drinking, I started dressing differently and I started seeing different views and everything. And I just didn't understand it. Yeah. Um, and I th- I feel like my parents too like now realize like that's not going to get you into heaven. Like you can't dress right and then you know you have to have a relationship with him and that's more important than the way you dress.
1: Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Did you all? Did y'all lose friends whenever you stepped out of that religion? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, My parents did a lot, too. I feel like it was very hard for them to step out because that's just what they'd always done. Um, But a lot of people judged them pretty harshly for it.
1: Yeah. Do you still keep in contact with those friends? Like, Did y'all ever try to kind of make up, I guess? Or not make up, but just kind of...
0: I still have a lot of family that's still in that um, I don't see them very often, I know that I probably should more, um, but it's kind of a part of my life that I like to try to forget, mm-hmm. so um, I have felt convicted about that before, like it's not, you don't get out and then not go back for the people that are still Long in man, Yeah. But yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Whose decision was it? Was it your dad's to say, hey, let's, let's step yeah, out of this? I
0: believe so. Uh, he had gotten saved and they had a conversation with the pastor and he basically said, like, you're out of your mind. Like that's not true, you know. And and they were like, well, we just can't learn and grow here. Um, so they moved to a different church, and um, we moved to actually separate churches. So.
1: Mm. And your your parents you said they still live here.
0: They do. Yeah. Man,
1: um, did have they visited out there to a Transformation Church?
0: They have. Yeah, they were there when I got baptized, and oh, they were okay. there for nice. the Word and Spirit conference.
1: Getting baptized. How was that experience? For it you? was
0: amazing. It was the best thing.
1: <laughs> what made you want to get baptized?
0: Um, I remember when I got saved, there wasn't really anyone that poured into me. There wasn't really anyone that answered my questions, mm. which I'm, I'm sure that was on me to also like step out and find those people. But I kind of fell back into um, my old life for a while there. Um, and then when I came back, it was just like I'm ready to give it all to God. like Everything I have. And, and baptism is in Scripture a lot. Like it's yeah. a new start, and I really just
1: wanted that. No, yes, being baptized is... Man, I love it. Just even seeing everybody else get baptized, it's like, man, I just want to do it again. Yeah. Like, it just... It's just an... I don't know, it's just amazing. Yeah, and then you, when awesome. you're reading about it, it's just, wow. Yeah. But no, that that's that's awesome. Like, you... Uh, how long have you been going up there to church, the transformation oh, church? Oh, man.
0: I want to say about three years. Um... Yeah, two to three years.
1: Did you decide just to go on your own? or Did somebody no, invite you? No, actually
0: a friend brought me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she brought me to Expand originally. And I had either just turned 18 or I was about to. So I only went that one time. Um, and then I went to church with her. And it was just the way they spoke about a relationship with Jesus was different than what I'd ever heard. So yeah. I wanted more of that.
1: Oh, man, yes. Yes, definitely. And I encourage anybody just to go after it. Go get it. It doesn't matter what church you go to, man. As long as they're speaking truth.
0: Yeah, just pursue Jesus and the relationship with
1: Him. Oh, yeah. Um, Like the friends you had back then, are you still friends with them now? Most of them. And how much, how big of an influence are you on them?
0: Oh, man. Um, I hope that I'm a good, like I'm a big influence on them. Um, But I think it's kind of like we all hold each other accountable now. Like it's like if someone falls back a little it's like there's four more of us to pull them back or Oh yes. Yeah. Um but I, I like to believe that I'm you know, I, I lead people closer to Christ and further away.
1: Gotcha, yeah. No, that's all that's that's always a good thing. Always a good thing. Um I know you had talked about, you know, finding relations like finding your identity in guys. You know, um like, how hard was that, you know, speaking to, to this generation coming up, you know, they, that's what they're about too, is finding, yeah. like, oh, you know, I love this guy and, you know, we're going to do this and this. like, what kind of advice could you give the girls for this generation?
0: Wow, that's, I feel like I have a lot, but at the same time, I'm not sure how to word it. Um, I lost myself a lot because I was jumping from relationship to relationship, looking for something that I, like, I wasn't going to find. And um, my last relationship actually was—it um, was really bad, and it broke me pretty mm-hmm. hard. And I think just I learned. What the the most important thing that I learned was like, if you don't know the author of love himself, you're not going to find love in a person. You know, you have to be love. Like you have to become love, and then and then seek God first. Yeah. You know, and then you'll find that person that you're looking for. Um, but just like live your life. Find your identity in Christ. Like, have a relationship with Him first before you go and look for a relationship because it's not going to fulfill you.
1: Mm, yeah, that's good. Um, like, would you mind kind of opening up on, like, what like, what broke you so bad? Yeah,
0: like, um, so I was already saved, and I met someone who wasn't, and he, um, he was drinking quite a bit when we met, but it was always kind of like, I'm going to stop for yeah. you, you know? Um, but then when we got in... Uh, when we actually started dating it was like drugs and alcohol a lot and there was several times that he overdosed and it was just like I was too involved to get out but it was just taking everything that I had mm. um, it was ruining friendships I was distant from my family it was just my anxiety came back like never before um, it was just a really rough season yeah. and like I said it really it ruined a lot of relationships because I was it was really toxic and I I wanted it so bad that I convinced myself you know, everyone was wrong when they tried to like correct me. Yeah. And so I uh, finally got to a point where, you know, someone called me out and they were like, you you probably think you're happy, but you're not. And I hadn't realized it, like I was blind to it. And he ended up getting help that he needed. And uh, God worked in me a lot in that season. I did a lot of healing uh, and transforming, but it was a wow. rough season.
1: Did you, and I know you said that um, you do have that friend that said, hey, you know, this is toxic. Yeah. Even during that time but at one point did you say okay i need to call like i need help and did you ever reach out to anybody
0: yeah uh, there was several times that i would bring it up to them but it, i didn't talk to them about it all that often because i knew they would correct me because they were good friends and i didn't want to hear it yeah um, i was convinced that i loved him a lot and i wanted to be with him and at that point i was so blind that it was more important to me than friends or family like, mm-hmm. I'd be willing to risk it all. Yeah. That's where I was at. Um, but that friend told me, like, hey, you know, God has someone specific for you, and if, if He's not it, like, you'll be okay if you have to let Him go. And it was hard to hear, yeah. but, you know, it, it made me think, and yeah.
1: Mm, man. Yeah, I, I, that's tough, you know, especially doing something like that, but it's also good because you do have that friend yeah. that's just like, hey, Straighten up. Like, open your eyes. You know, that's that's so good. Are you, um, you said that you kind of lost some friendships during that time. How are those friendships now?
0: Um, good. It was last year, actually. God gave me the word of the year was restoration. And just, I saw a lot of, like, my relationships with my parents and friends and just everyone around me just restored. Mm -hmm. So, I'm still, like, they're all in my life still. Awesome, awesome.
1: man. Awesome. That's good. Do Do you, uh... Have you invited them out there to church too, or?
0: Yeah. Um, so one of them actually goes there. You, oh. Okay. Yeah. And a few of the other ones, uh, like they have a good home church, and they're no, you know getting built up. So.
1: No, that's good. What about like? Do you have friends who aren't
0: saved? Uh, and
1: and and the only reason why I ask is because I want to know how they respond to to how you are now.
0: Right. Um, so when I stopped partying, I lost a lot of friends um, and we're still, you know, like if I see them, I'll, I'll say like, hey, how are you doing? But it's not like we'll hang out. Yeah. Um, but when I moved out, my roommate, um, she wasn't saved. And I think it was kind of a testimony to see like she she was there for that whole process of the breakup and, and seeing God restore me. And I think that was a testimony in itself. Um, so I still have some friends that like aren't saved. Yeah. But I don't. Hang around them too much. Like I want to be an encourager, and I want to talk about Jesus, but I also don't want to get wrapped up in that because I know I've been pulled into it before. So.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. No. I understand that totally. Um, during that time, like, what about your family? Like brothers and sisters? Did they say, okay, hey, like, open your eyes. Come on, like.
0: Um. So what, my sister was actually the one that said, like, hey, you're not. That oh, was your sister. Um, but most of my family i only shared the good parts of him with them so they loved him yeah Um, they were really sad actually when we broke up because i shared you know the good way that when he treated me well and just the good parts i didn't share how it broke me and all that they didn't really i guess they didn't see through that yeah but um yeah
1: and even like your dad like have you opened up to your dad about this
0: um not really
1: i was kind of wondering like how would he react to see like. That's mother little grow, you know. Like yeah, I don't want to see her hurt, you know. But yeah, you know.
0: Um, we like I said, we've never like we didn't really have that relationship growing up, so it wasn't like um, something I would take to him and be like, "Hey, this really hurt me." Yeah, that. Um, we're we're getting to a point where I can say like like have real conversations with him, but at that point we didn't have a relationship at all, so.
1: So yeah, no, I, that's right. I get that, man. Um, but yeah, man, I'm. I Glad to see where you're at now. You know, yeah, in the church, you. and you also serve over there too. I do. Um, what do you, uh, you? What areas do you serve in over there?
0: Um, so I help in the sound booth every now and then, um, and then I also take pictures.
1: And that's some. Have you always wanted to take pictures, no, or is it just something? No, that's that... weird.
0: Like I never considered taking pictures at all. And um, this is right after the pandi- pandemic. I was like, hey, is there anything I can do to help? And I know Chris was. Taking pictures a lot at the time, and, and they said, like hey, if you want to can you can take pictures and yeah yeah now, now it's really fun.
1: So. yeah, oh, no, that's good. yeah, I know I've seen you take pictures and expand before. Um, and the pictures that y'all do take, man uh, they're awesome, you know uh, yeah, Mike I guess he's the one that usually posts on there, but no, definitely love those pictures as opposed. Mm-hmm. they do a very good job. Um, oh my gosh. I just lost
0: I'm sorry <laughs> lost guys yes
1: I was gonna ask you something and it just kind of <laughs> it went blank I'm sorry guys I'm gonna get back together though it's okay it. that's why it's no holes <laughs> don't hold back but um but yeah like um so whenever somebody is around you drinking when you do have friends that like do they still call you and say hey let's go party none, no none, nothing like that no more. I don't
0: think that I have any friends like that anymore and I like to think that I'm at a point in my life where I couldn't be comfortable around someone that was just drinking and I'd like go out with them willingly you know yeah. like, there's like this part of me that's just like no you need to know Jesus because I've been where you are so I like to think that if I if I did have friends who still drink like I could be more of an influence than they were
1: yeah no that, and that's good like um I know we I have friends still that aren't saved but it's kind of like you like I don't push them to the side either like I do talk to them and I want them to know like man like hey I love you like man even I know what you're doing but one day I know you're gonna change yeah and they do ask questions like that's one of the biggest things that I like is when I do go back home there are some friends that I go talk to and they do bring up the Bible they're like hey so what does the Bible say about this Or, or what about this and and I love it because I know that there's a seed planted Yeah, and it's slowly, slowly, it'll get there. I know it will, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force Jesus. It's good
0: that you're that friend, because that's that's what I needed. As a friend, was to just have someone say like, hey, you know, Jesus is there if you if you ever decide to know Him, but also like if you push Jesus on someone, it's just gonna make them withdraw. Yeah. Like,
1: did you ever have that happen to you?
0: A lot. Um, My dad actually. You know, my parents, like, growing up, God was an angry God, and they pushed that on me a lot. Like, Mm. if you don't have... If you don't, like, follow all these rules, like, God is mad at you, but it it felt like the more they pushed that on me, I was like, there's nothing I can do to make Him happy, so why should I try? So I just withdrew.
1: Gotcha. So then what made you want to, though? If if that's what you knew, what made you say, okay, God, there's got to be something different.
0: Um, I think towards, like, the... um, the end of like my drinking phase there was just something like tugging at my heart and it was just like something telling me that there was more mm-hmm. um so when i went to the encounter they talked about jesus in in a new way like he was someone that you could have a relationship with and that um wanted to walk with you and not yeah. just walk there and like condemn you constantly so i think that was
1: did you want to go th- was this something that you wanted to do or did you have a friend to say hey i need you to do this
0: that was... my mom invited me to that. Yeah. Um, I really didn't want to go. I kept uh, like almost backing out, but I, I knew that there was something on the other side of that that was going to be yeah. different. Um, and my friends actually didn't, like, they weren't for that trip at all. Uh, when I came back, and it was really, really weird. And like I said, I lost some friends. And um, But there was also friends that stuck by me.
1: Yeah. What about your mom? Did she notice a difference in you when you came back? Yeah. What about your friends, too, I guess?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was not... I didn't want to go to the same, you know, um, to the same parties or do the same things anymore. Yeah. Because it just wasn't fulfilling me.
1: No, man, that's so cool. Yeah, I love hearing stories just... Just coming back, coming back to life. Yeah. You know, that's basically what it is, and and I, I love it. Like, yeah. i do love hearing stuff like that testimonies and i think everybody's scared or not everybody people are scared to to come out and just tell their testimony because of their past yeah. but i feel like and that's just the story to see you rise from death to life
0: exactly and that's good.
1: and it's beautiful you know it's just it's amazing to see you know where, where you're at we're just different people even who've been on here too to see where everybody's at you know yeah. I love it I love seeing what God is doing in y'all's lives
0: I love testimonies too I think that's like a big part of what changed me was testimonies like seeing like if God can change them like maybe He can change me too
1: yeah definitely and what um so whose testimony back then grow like just growing up just made you say man I want that
0: I don't know that it was growing up I think it was like at that trip I told you about okay, it was yeah, just guess, like people yeah. would go up and they'd grab the mic and just share openly
1: is there one in particular that just like oh man that's so awesome
0: I think it was one of the girls was sharing about her dad not being capable of loving her mm. and it touched me very deeply because I struggled with that like growing up yeah I a lot of the time I like I wished my dad wasn't there rather than you know being there but not being able to love me so when she walked up I was like that I felt like it was for me mm-hmm. specifically yeah
1: no I, I, same way going to the encounter, listening, I'm not the encounter, walked to Mayes, <laughs> listening to the testimonies there and then even just talking to people here um, I've gotten to a point to where I can just go to somebody in the gym usually, that's where I met Gil, one of the guys that was on here and I knew he had something to share and I can sit down and just listen like it doesn't bother me, you know I'm just yeah. like, wow like I did not know <laughs> that and it's just, it's amazing because, like I said, everybody has a story. Yeah. It's just, are you willing to come out and, and you don't even have to talk, be on the podcast. This is just a way to kind of get your story out to everybody else. Yeah. But even just sitting down and just having a conversation, like.
0: That's good. Man, I
1: love it. I love to we listen. We need more
0: people who can just sit and listen. Yeah. Like,
1: I, I, and that's one thing I guess a lot of friends, even my wife, would say, like, you're just a good listener. Like, and then, I don't know why that is, but
0: it's good but
1: i guess it's yeah
0: i know sometimes i'll process things just by saying them out loud so sometimes if someone's listening i'll be like i didn't even know what i was feeling like that until i like said it out loud mm. so sometimes you know people just need to get it out i guess oh yeah
1: definitely yeah and i think that's so good that you can have like people need for sure a friend that would just sit down and listen yeah but then again they also need that one that's going to be like okay shut up and listen to me now <laughs> yeah you know I th- and I'm I'm glad I have those friends. I think I don't know what I would do without them. I would honestly wouldn't be doing this for sure. Yeah. I do have friends that are very encouraging. That's good. And yeah. um I love them.
0: Yeah. Good friends them. are important.
1: Oh yeah. Um but man, is there anything else you'd like to add?
0: I'm just God is good. Yeah. That's all. That's all I
1: have to say. God is very good. And uh, I enjoyed this.
0: Me too. I enjoyed it was just, fun.
1: Yes. Very fun. Um, come on, guys. I need more. I need more girls. If you know anybody. Just volunteer. There you That'd go. Be great. If you know anybody, send them my way. Yeah. I do. Um, like I said, I, I love doing this. Yeah. It, it's so awesome. But thank you, Mary. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yes. And it, it was amazing. But uh, until next time, we are out. Bye, guys. Peace. What's up everyone, thank you for watching. Go ahead and go subscribe to my YouTube channel for new content. Also go to social media and go follow me
0: on there. And don't forget, follow, follow, follow. Peace.